Hey everybody, welcome to the Twistcast, the official podcast of the Twisted Kate. My name is Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. All right, guys, we're here. We are back. New week. New us. Nah, it's, it's, same old same us. us. It's the same us. I forgot. You, you can't get rid of us that easily. No. Nah. Right. So, all right. Got a lot to talk about tonight, as always. And let's go with the news. Start with the news. All right. Uh, so hit some comic book stuff. Uh, Stan Lee, sadly, is no longer doing any public autograph signings. Look, given think, the amount of shit that's been going on, yeah, it's reasonable. He's in his and he's upper, like 98. 95, Somewhere around there, six nine five nine six. Somewhere thought. around but there, but on yeah. the car. What? Wait, are you going to okay. finish the sentence? <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, what? I think we were both just like, are, are you going anywhere with that? Or <laughs> now, you remember that from from Ragnarok? Jeff Goldblum was yeah. like, on Earth, I'd be like a million years old, but here on Sakaar, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I thought you were gonna like toss out a number. I was like, oh, okay, I'm waiting. He doesn't say anything <laughs> yeah. after that. <laughs> Uh, Just so He's a treat. <laughs> in, uh, the upcoming, uh, heroes in crisis event, one of six characters, Harley Quinn, Cyborg, Booster Gold, Red Robin, Arsenal, or Kyle Rayner will die in the first issue. Oh yeah. Hmm. So seeing as it seems to me, they want Harley Quinn and Booster Gold to be centerpieces in this entire thing. Oh. I think they're safe. I, I was kind of rooting for Booster Gold to die. Um, <laughs> of course you were. Uh, I think Red Robin is fairly safe because they just brought him back from the quote unquote dead. Choke him on the dick over there, buddy. All right. Always. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cyborg, I don't know. I think they've been elevating his profile lately. So to me, it's either Arsenal or Kyle Rayner. Um, We'll see. Kyle Rayner is like my least favorite Green Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> like, isn't he a lot of people's favorites though? Like, isn't he like one of the more popular ones? I don't think so. Not really. Like, not not in my group of friends. Who am I thinking of? Uh, either Hal Jordan. It's not John Hal or John. Stewart, um, Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner. That that he, might be. He's like balls too. Yeah, he really no, does. I don't like him. him. I I put Kyle Rayner ahead of him, but okay. Uh, either way. <laughs> Uh, Uncanny X-Men returns with a lineup of X-23, Jubilee, Beast, Cannonball, Iceman, Storm, Jean Grey, Nightcrawler, Bishop, and Psylocke, who's back in her Caucasian body, um, with more possibly being added to that lineup. And that's already a pretty packed book. So Sounds like it. We'll, Damn. S- we'll see what happens there. Cool. Uh, Old Man Logan is ending with a 12-issue miniseries called Dead Man Logan, and this is supposedly the end of his story. So... Not one for subtlety there, huh? Nope. Nope. You got it. Go big, go home, man. <laughs> you're all in or you're not in at all. He's old and now he's dead. Nope. Uh, I didn't know where else to put this because we don't have like a general news uh, like segment here and I, I'm not going to add one because it's dumb. <laughs> but uh, the Oscars are creating a new category called popular film. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which opens a door for, you know, popcorny comic book movies, which it, it's. It's, it, <sighs> I have mixed feelings because, like, in one token, it's like, okay, you're giving this movie the recognition that it deserves, but at the same token, it's like 
you're only doing it because you know you're not going to give it anything otherwise. Yeah, so it's like, okay, are you really giving it the recognition? Is you're just saying like, oh, you were a fun movie to watch. the equivalent of participation trophy? Yeah, yeah. It really really seems like it, you know? Yeah, it's just like, don't disrespect it. But hey, you don't have to worry about it because you always have the twisties. As long as we're up and running. That's true. God damn it. Uh, So, a little update on the Batman Who Laughs. That drops in November. Oh, wow. Which is interesting, and uh, I, I know we'll be talking about that bad boy. Uh, and oh, wow. 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 Uh, finally, uh, Champions 24, uh, which is a Marvel book, tackles gun violence in schools, um, which, you know, Marvel Marvel's not afraid to jump into some of these real-life issues, so um, that's interesting. Moving on to DCCU and the TV, uh, the Supergirl movie is in development and is rumored to take the Man of Steel 2 slot. Um, Wait, what's this? So Supergirl, the movie, yeah. uh, it's in development and is rumored to take the Man of Steel 2 slot. Wow. Wow. I know they've been talking about Man of Steel 2 for a long time. Yeah. Shit. So, so to completely throw it out and just fill it with Supergirl? It feels weird. Um but, like, I don't think they have a true direction for Superman. But if you have something for Supergirl... Might as well, yeah. But you also yeah, have the I, TV show, I heard so. Joss Whedon's actually supposed to direct that one. Does he actually know what he's doing with this character? Probably not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course he would. Like, hey, I'll direct, uh, I'll direct and write Batgirl. Nah, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> I give, don't me, really, give me a few I don't months. really have a story. Oh, you, you want me to do Supergirl? You got it, friend. You got it. The Birds of Prey movie has a villain, and it is Black Mask. That's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of get a little, like, I don't know the word. Like, I get a little protective, I guess, of Batman villains. I want them to be Batman villains. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, but... And that Black Mask like story with Batman is so cool. Um, I think especially since um, Batman Arkham Origins, I've really liked Black Mask even more. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's arguably probably the best part of that game because honestly, that game is not that great. Really? Compared to the rest? I liked it. Compared to the rest. Yeah, like... It's it's a solid game on its own, but compared to the rest, it is definitely the worst one because it's not the one that's made by Rocksteady. Right. So... Yeah, it was an interim interim game. While they were working on Night. Yeah. thing was nice. Uh, So they cast a woman as Batwoman. Uh, her name is Ruby Rose. I know the name. I don't know her from anything, though. So I like I had it written down, and then I just it just forgot to add it in here. Um, she's done some action stuff. Are you on that? Okay. Um, but good. I think it's a good casting. Um, sadly, though, like... For she, Batwoman, you said? Yes. Yes. Sadly, though, she wound up like quitting twitter of, yeah because of the backlash she was getting there's such toxic fans out there i was like oh she's like she, she taught did an interview and like some people were like she's not gay enough i was like what I, what does that what mean it? i was gonna say how like if she's gay then and, which is perfect because the character is actually gay, gay. yeah all right so she's been in um the meg which just came out Ooh, can't wait to see that all right shut up meg <laughs> <laughs> every time that title pops up that's what i think of <laughs> Uh, she's been in Orange is the New Black. I didn't, I never actually watched that. Same. John Wick 2. John Wick, that's, that's what it was. Um, so get her action chops one. were pretty huge in that. Triple X, Return of Xander Cage. I that one. 
Um, let's see, Resident Evil, the final chapter, Pitch Perfect Man, 3. I watching those after a while. <laughs> and she's slated to be in John Wick Chapter 3. Okay. Well, I'll catch up with John Wick and see her on that. So, I mean, it kind of seems like, you know, she has some action chops yeah, with, with John Wick, you know? Which is excellent because that makes me feel good about um, uh, Batwoman's future. That's so super cool there. Um, yeah, sticking with DCCW, uh, Kid Flash will only appear in three episodes of uh, The Flash next season, which kind of sucks, but, you know, he moved on. I thought I just saw like a quick news headline earlier today or maybe yesterday that said that he was going to be a lot more than we originally thought. Uh, I didn't see anything, but I'll dig into that. Maybe check in next time. Sticking with the Flash, uh, the elongated man will expand uh, the use of his powers next season. <laughs> no pun intended. Hey! Sometimes I do intended. these things. Yeah, all all the puns are always intended. Always intended. Sometimes I'm I'm a, I'm a dad, dude. I like if I don't, like you guys should check my temperature or something because, you know, dad jokes. Oh god, and then you're gonna start doing it too. Oh god. <laughs> I, he may not. You know, you never know. He already to, does it though. To each his own. Yeah, you're right. I already do. Yeah, <laughs> good. Uh, Tom Cruise is the front runner to play Green Lantern. I don't know how I feel about this. Ah, uh, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I mean, like. If you think about it, Tom Cruise does a lot of action movies. He does. He does a lot of good jobs in some of these action movies. But I, here, here's just, a, I just don't picture him as a lantern. Here's the thing, though. I think that he's able to mesh very well with pretty much any cast that he's with. And that, that's a huge factor for, for group ensemble movies. Uh, because if you're if you're a Green Lantern, you're not just going to be by yourself. No, it's true. you know. And so it is Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, which right. Which is why it's so. It's, you're going to be with it's other an people, you know. And I mean, you just have to look at all of his action movies. Like he he's got the chops. Like yeah, he has some some not so good movies that he's not so great in, but action movies working with other people and really he is a good actor if it's written well i think he can really pull it off so me and my friends have this weird text chain and it was kind of diving off the, the rails here a little bit um about as as like that long <laughs> well look <laughs> with our original open it was already off uh so we talked about whether or not like we have we have our own personal hall of fame of actors and and it was brought up to me hey is Tom Cruise in that Hall of Fame, and I was like, "Well, he has box office draw. He's done some critical acclaimed stuff. Um, you know, he, he he's always fairly prominent, and he's and I don't think he's terrible, outright terrible or no. anything. But I was like, I don't know. He might get in. It would take a little bit. So I don't I don't know how this. Quick side note, just a uh, side note. A side note. Does his personal life have anything to do with your opinion on his ability as an actor? See, so the man's insane, but yeah. I don't really hold that against him as far as his movies. Okay, me neither. Same. I, I I think he would do a fantastic job, and I think people are just uh, you know, looking to give Tom Cruise some fresh shit. It, it's the Heath Ledger argument, right? I, yeah, I, I don't see it right now, but I'm willing to let him surprise me. Yeah, look, I I was. I look throw myself at the mercy of the people here. I know I bashed Heath Ledger when they cast him, and then I saw it. You idiot! And then I had to eat crow, 
And I'm I will eat crow till the day I die on that because he's the best Joker we've ever seen. Yeah, hands down. So I'm assuming Tom Cruise would be Hal Jordan then. I that's like the reports I saw said that he is the front runner to play the lead, which okay. would ha- almost have to be. I know. I, I feel like they should have gone with John Stewart. Honestly. I think they should have cast Idris Elba as John oh, Stewart. That would have been great. So look, it's again, it's Green Lantern course. So you we could probably still have. have multiple like earth-based lanterns yeah and with elba now most likely being done with the mcu he yeah. still wants to have a more prominent role in like superhero stuff might, so it might be 007 it could be like that would be great Cole. which uh this is that's off track but i don't really want that no no he, i think he's too old to play bond i could say that about you could say that about connor. most of the bonds you know <laughs> connor was old when he played older when he played bond Right, yeah, tur- towards the end. Towards the end, yeah. Towards the end, he was. That's a discussion for all. Yeah, Looks, yeah. looks like a shit Any- sandwich. <laughs> anyway, okay, so uh, going past okay. the Green Lantern. Yeah, so uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, I don't know. I think I think it depends on the the script. Yeah, it depends. Um, it's a lot of factors on, on how that ends I up. Mean, but they they saw what they did with the um, the Ryan Reynolds version. <laughs> So you really know what you can't not go to anywhere do. Up at yeah, that point. You know? <laughs> like the costume has to be practical. Yeah, absolutely has to be practical. All right, uh, moving on. Pennyworth, the Alfred Batman prequel, is filming this year, and to that I say, do we need that? I don't think we do. Like, uh, I, I think Alfred's t- great and all, but so here's what you should have did. You should have taken it, done like a mini series, popped it on streaming service. That would have been fine. If, yeah. if you decided that you needed a prequel of Alfred, like because Batman fans are going to be in it because they want to see Batman. Batman well, you know Alfred. what? I, I think that um one of my favorite episodes from Batman the Animated Series is, I, th- I think it's called like The Lion and the Unicorn. And it, my man remembers the episode titles. That's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's all based on Alfred being abducted. Um, by Red Claw, and Batman has to come save Alfred in Europe um, because of Alfred's past as a secret agent. Yeah, and I think that whole backstory of of Alfred having like these, you know, uh, government secrets like that only he knows and like one or two other people know. I think that would be a great story to go off of for this movie. You know, as like a prequel thing. It so could be like a spy thriller. You could do that. You could also do um, Scott Snyder written All-Star Batman where he does a story called The First Ally and there's a lot of like parallels between present day Batman and the situation they're going through and past Alfred who's working as a spy. And it was fantastic. Hmm. Of course, they wouldn't do that because it requires Batman and where it comes to Batman... DC has no fucking clue what they're doing. Nope. Yeah. None. Unfortunately. So who knows? All right. Uh, finally, for DCU, uh, DCCU and television, uh, Watchmen has been given a series order yes. at HBO. I'm so excited. Um, I love Watchmen. So I know it's not you know based directly yeah. off of the the story that we all know and love. I don't care. I think that's <laughs> actually better. Yes. Then you see more of the universe at hand. I agree. Yeah. I I think if they I see them doing a individual based episodes uh mm-hmm. and then coming together every now and then you know or like coming together at the very end um 
I I think it's supposed to be a prequel, if I remember correctly. So like the Minutemen? Yeah. Like before, you know, Ozymandias and all that shit. Okay. Dr. Mahan. Should be cool. Cool. All right. Let's hop into some MCU and TV. And oh my God, this James Gunn saga just keeps getting crazier and crazier. So Dave Bautista, who plays Drax, has, is loyal as shit, apparently. Because he said he's ready to walk if that script isn't used uh, in his ridiculously passionate defense of James Gunn. So that script was rumored to have been thrown out, but then has the, an update came out saying that's the script they're using. So that's cool. So Disney then said that they might hire James Gunn for another Marvel property, which to me is a DC level of fuck up right there. Yeah. Just right away. If you're going to hire him back, hire him back with what he can, you know, you can bank him on. Yep. Uh, and that's funny because he might get scooped up by DC. You if, know, I was actually just thinking about this. He would be great to direct uh, Green Lantern Corps. He's already got the experience, like all the yeah, space stuff. That's yeah, true. Does. That's true. Uh, I know he's being hot, like hotly pursued by a lot of studios right now. So that's, that's crazy. Disney's um, really messing up. Yeah. Um, and then, like it, it like just came out the last day or two, that he will not be reinstated by Disney. Um, Marvel Kevin was not present at the meeting um, where they they got together with him and tried to hash things out. Um, but it's fucking he, Mickey Mouse morals. He uh, screwing up our franchise. He supports the decision. And back to Dave Bautista, he was clearly unhappy with it um, and put some stuff up on Twitter. Uh, and it was it. <laughs> It was make Disney great again, and it had like oh, a uh, uh, American flag. And I was like, oh well, yeah, know where he stands. Oh man! So uh, I'm, it looks like it's at an end for now. I think the waters will calm. I think that is, I think that is the heaviest story that we've had and will have for quite some time. Uh, so we're gonna move on. Uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home casts uh kobe smolders and samuel l jackson yeah excited uh uh, so that's always nice uh starting with captain marvel the mcu movies will no longer be put on netflix that makes me unhappy can you say streaming service because that's that sounds like to me well yeah playing that for like a year now haven't they yeah yeah uh and and they said that their streaming service will not feature any r-rated content which makes me curious about what they're gonna do with deadpool deadpool yeah we'll see well, yeah, it's weird because they now own it. Yeah. They own the property. Like, you, you, I mean, just you just do it. But you could still distribute it because Disney does have, like, their record label and stuff have all put out, like, not really. I always forget they have a record label. Yeah. Yeah. Not, like, family-friendly stuff. So, who knows? Who knows? All right. Um, I tend to avoid this shit, but... It's it's in our faces here, and I have to do it. Caitlyn Jenner wants to be a Marvel villain. Okay, I commented on this. Um, where's your credentials? Exactly. Are are you an are you an actor or actress? Have you ever done this before? Like reality TV doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, like starting with a big blockbuster like a Marvel movie, it's not the best place to start no, no and if you're not approved like you the villains like i think i've said this before um just a rule between me and one of my friends villains always have to be better actors than the heroes yeah if it's going to be really successful um and who's caitlin jenner a better actor than like great i want to be one too 
Yeah, exactly. Like, like, it's like, oh, put me in. Put me in, coach. Yeah. It's, it's just ridiculous. Like, so, you you can't just demand shit and have it happen. Especially, to, it, it just doesn't work that way. To that, I give a hearty no thanks. It's And there's there's other things that are going around, like, um, the, horror, the whole thing with uh, Scarlett Johansson being cast in that trans movie mm-hmm. and people being upset with her for, for being in it. And, and it's like, out. Yeah, yeah. it's like, are you, are you serious? Like you're really going to get pissed off at someone for, for being cast in a movie. And I, I would rather, I would rather be represented by a great actor than have a character necessarily have to be trans themselves. Yeah. He's like, you don't like, that's great. Yeah. Like, cause these actors aren't just like, oh, I'm going to just pretend that I'm whatever now. Like they actually put in work and do research and like, try to be respectful to these communities so it's, it's right. weird it's just weird yeah and just to be clear i'm all for you know yeah actor actress equality you absolutely know, tra- 100%. It, you know all any anybody can do what they want as long as they have the credentials to do what they say they want to do yeah i, you, I just you know i just don't want that family anywhere near my stuff right like stay <laughs> far the fuck away I'm already yeah. mad that one of them's dating like the, my point guard like stay far the fuck away <laughs> Right now. Right. Uh, Sorry. I just jumped out. Uh, Speaking of ScarJo, Avengers 4 is casting a butt double for ScarJo. So Sam, get to work. A butt double? A butt double. I don't know what what that means or why. Why? I don't don't care. uh, Don't really care. But but I just wanted to say butt double on the podcast really badly. I want to see her butt. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, don't we all? Uh, all right. So to some Sony level Marvel stuff, uh, the Silver and ba- Black movie, Silver and Black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so quick story. It's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> I had one of those flubs at work. I was talking to a lady, and she and she was like super dark, and I was like, "Yeah, it's, I said it's black. Oh, it's back there. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm super sorry." <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, so that the movie got scrapped with both characters to get their own standalone films. And hmm. Sony is apparently open to sharing more Spider-Man universe characters with Marvel. Hmm. So why not fucking Venom, you sons of bitches? I was say, now that you've already done <laughs> Venom on your own terms. Now yeah. you could have done it right. Uh, so I found out that Moon Knight was almost in Iron Fist Season 2. Um I made me really excited and then really sad that it didn't happen. Um, Iron Man. What? What? Iron Man? Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Iron Man. Iron Iron Fist. Fist. Oh. Iron Man. Fist. (laughs) Man Fist. Man Fist. That would be sweet. (laughs) A Man Fist? Yeah. Sweet. (laughs) No. Moon Knight. Moon Knight and Iron. And Iron Fist would be fucking awesome they talked they talked about it it didn't happen speaking of which you guys see the latest uh iron fist 2 trailer yeah season 2 trailer i think (laughs) (laughs) no offense you looked super baked when you said that (laughs) Uh, i think (laughs) who says i'm not Uh, that's great look i'm gonna do you do you uh yeah it looks promising combat looks better like they only say iron fist once in the trailer oh my (laughs) god it's great (laughs) <laughs> How many times do they mention Kunlun? Never. Oh. Yeah. Well, Think pa- about that. So apparently uh, 
the first season was really rushed. Yeah, because so they could of get the defenders. defenders. Yeah, so you know, may, I think it's all learning from their mistakes from that first season, which so. is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, just from that one episode, Luke Cage it gives me a little more hope. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, uh, Agents of Shield gets a July premiere date after Avengers Four, which I know we've already discussed, but we have Sweet. a solid pre- premiere window. Uh, and finally, uh, is in some video game news. The Avengers project expands with a new studio called Crystal Northwest, which I means I think I've heard of them. They are push. It's it's an offshoot of uh, Square Enix. Okay. So they are pushing forward with this thing. It looks like they're giving it some serious attention. I still just want to know what the hell it is. Just tell me. Like I I know it was rumored to be like Ultimate Alliance. I, I, at this point, I don't care. Just tell me what the fuck the game is. I want to know if it's by Square Enix. My fear is that it's going to be more like a JRPG kind of like oh like god, Kingdom if like, Hearts, like a turn-based game. Yeah. Oh god, if it's turn-based, I'm out. Wait, I'm that, out. That's because that's what Square Enix is like known what, for. What would turn? What is that like? So a turn-based game is where like you have like a team of players and you take turns attacking the other. Oh, and stuff. don't do that. That's what like a lot of JRPGs are, Awful. and that's what Square Enix is known for. Oh, that's like their forte. Absolutely terrible. So and, like, there's nothing wrong with it. They're a good studio when it comes no, to that. There's they're something just wrong not, with they're it. They're just not my type of game. Not me either. Like, uh, not since I was like four. Like, but I, I mean, it been... could be something completely different. Yeah, I, they do have some other stuff. It's they just do. that's what they're mainly known for. That's, that scares me though. And that's news. Okay, so that was the news. News. Stokes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so now we're going into last week we talked about uh, it was kind of like an impromptu thing right at the end of the podcast how we were just getting into um, all the Netflix Marvel shows and the discussion was just getting out of hand and we decided that we need to once and for all put out there what our favorite moments, what our favorite shows are of the Netflix Marvel series. So... With no further ado. Put them in a battle royale situation. Yep. Fight to the death. Exactly. Only one can survive. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> so, uh, who do you want to start with? Oh, man. Um, so, what are we starting with first so off? That's the best question. Doesn't matter who. <clears throat> we're going to start with ranking the seasons. Okay, so seasons. I think that's the most fun. Okay. Uh, anybody want to go first? Anybody particularly proud of their list? Mm. I mean, I can go first. Okay. Do it. All right. All right. So I've got. Are you going top to bottom or bottom to top? Which would you rather prefer? Did From the start? top to the bottom. Top, top to the, the bottom. Top, I stop. Okay. Now you both just totally different things. Did you. Lincoln Park, baby. Did you start at the bottom and now you're here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to go from top to bottom. All right, sounds good. All right, so my best one I put as Daredevil Season 1. That still holds up as the best one okay. for me. Uh, then Jessica Jones Season 1, because I absolutely love that. Okay. Uh, Luke Cage Season 1. Okay. Daredevil Season 2. Okay. Luke Cage Season 2. Okay. Punisher. Okay. Defenders. Uh-huh. Jessica Jones 2. Uh-huh. And Iron Fist. No surprise. Oh, holy shit. I thought we were just doing top five. Oh, I thought we were ranking them all. No, fuck it. Just do all, all the yeah. seasons. All of them. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. All of them. All of them. Okay. Here are my 
Netflix rankings. Uh, rankings. 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 Randy. All right. So Daredevil season one. Punisher. Luke Cage season one. Luke Cage. Stokes. Jessica Jones season one. Defenders. Daredevil season two. Luke Cage season two. Jessica Jones season two. Fuck Trish. Iron Fist. With the exception of Iron Fist, I see a trend there with your stuff. <laughs> All the second seasons yep. being last. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let me let me drop mine and we can talk about it a little bit here. And I think the bread for all of our sandwiches is the same, but I think what we put on the sandwiches is a little different. If you're with me, yeah, stay you, with yeah. me. Here. We all cut the mustard differently. That's right. <laughs> Who the fuck says that? Why are you buying solid mustard? I ain't buying that shit. You can't. You hear me? <laughs> Some thick ass Dijon. <laughs> uh, you, you mean you don't put mustard in blocks and then slice off slices of it? I mean, I don't eat mustard in general, but okay. Just cut, no. Jesse, cut the mustard. Let Mike talk. <laughs> so I'm going to start with Daredevil Season 1, Jessica Jones Season 1, Daredevil Season 2, Punisher Season 1, Luke Cage Season 2, Jessica Jones Season 2, Luke Cage Season 1, Defenders, Iron Fist. I'm surprised that you put Luke Cage Season 1 that far down. Me too. I am not. Obviously, because you're the one made the list. <laughs> what a statement that is. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about it. So, uh, you guys, you guys want me to, to talk about my list first? I, I do. Is this curious? <laughs> or the I most do. confused with your list? Okay, so I loved Daredevil the first season. I think oh, we yeah. all did. No, that was um, the pinnacle. Like when I first found out they were doing it, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it. Basically, did not know the main actor, and holy shit, was I blown away! She's like great. I was like, I this is incredible, and. Like, I think we're all thinking of the same scene that just sets oh, yeah. you right away. Very first episode. That fucking hallway fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. It's on my list for the top moments. I mean, oh, come on. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, so there's that. Uh, Jessica Jones, season one. Excellent to me because not only we get Jessica Jones, first of all, we got a lead female character mm -hmm. in her own TV show who's both badass and vulnerable and funny and a goddamn drunk. <laughs> All wrapped into one, and it's awesome. We get introduced to Luke uh, in, in that season. Yep. Um, you know, Claire runs through pretty much all of these, which is cool. Um, but Kilgrave, I mean, my boy David Ted, like, like those those two played off of each other perfectly. Oh, yeah. It was like you couldn't have cast it better if you wanted to. Uh, Daredevil season two, I loved it because it upped the stakes, and we got Elektra and we got Punisher, uh, which made it really fun for me to watch personally. Punisher season one, we. Well, <laughs> we talked about it, but no one ever heard it. Nope. Uh, I was yeah. actually just thinking about that earlier. It was this, really, it was really good. I liked is, it. Uh, we talked about the Punisher, and you know, as it is with recorded things that you get to hear later, things can be edited out. Unfortunately, <laughs> the entire conversation about the Punisher was edited out because I think at the time I was like the only person who watched it. <laughs> watched all of it. Like yeah, I watched all of I it. I watched it too, but we had like nothing to say beyond that it was a good show of PTSD. That was about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but still, very, very good. Yes. Uh, Luke Cage season two. Now, I liked season two a little more than season one with one huge exception, Cottonmouth. I feel, I feel like for me, if they had kept Cottonmouth alive... Through like three quarters of the season, 
and then killed them off and been like, okay, well, it's Mariah. By, by the way, if you haven't watched any of these seasons, spoiler warnings. Yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> you jumped into this thing. You jumped in blind. Uh, it's um, technically your fault for listening. That's 100% true. Uh, but keep listening. listening. Keep listening because I'm going to ruin some more shit for Go you. watch all the shit and then come back and wa- yeah, listen to this. pause, watch it all. Leave it on pause, of course, and then unpause. While you watch all nine seasons of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's 8.25 p.m. right now, so when you you know stop this podcast and then come back just remember that time and you'll be able to find your spot done if you so many people if they're not listening to it at 8 25 p.m oh of course it's probably like midday for some people and that doesn't make sense at all for the timing of the episode either, so, so much so. funnier <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh i liked season two a little more because it challenged luke a little more like i felt like the first season he was just getting shot and people were like ah, i'm gonna shoot you and they're like, he's like, bullets don't work, bitch. And then he just punched season. him. Yes, but there was there was more development, even though it wasn't all necessarily Luke. Um, plus the father. Like, the dynamic between Luke and his dad was actually kind of cool. And that's Fair meant enough. more to me the older I've gotten uh, father-son relationships. So uh, that's where I place that to where it is. Uh, uh, Jessica Jones season two, I liked it. Um, Trish... Ugh. Fuck Trish. But again, growth from Jessica reconnects with her her mom, so on and Who so forth. annoying? Eh, in yeah, my opinion, I get it. But I mean, we got to see Jess at a different point in her life because it used some flashbacks in there. Um, Still say she have, she should have known that her mother's voice. In that yeah, bathroom. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. That's some sloppy writing right there. But whatever. Look, these are like after we hit a certain point, the quality just kind of drops for me. <laughs> uh, um, Luke Cage season one. Look, fantastic show. Soundtrack, fantastic. Like, among the best I've ever heard. And again, Cottonmouth, um, Luke being Luke. It's great. I loved it. But I just felt like you just kind of got the same episode over and over again. Yeah. Uh, Then I put Defenders because it felt like they didn't quite know what they were doing. Like, there were like four good episodes like like three and a half. Yeah, the beginning of the season of the it was Defenders so slow. was it was slow, but I enjoyed it. But I could see where you wouldn't like it. My problem with the Defenders is that it was right on the heels of Iron Fist, and it was basically just Iron Fist season one and a half. Yeah. So like the portions of Defenders that were super enjoyable to me were the Jessica Jones portions because well it's not because of reasons i already put out but it's it's because she was more of a detective and we've we kind of talked about this before we started recording that just triggers all those pleasure centers in my brain like detective i like watching people put things together start to finish and i like seeing man maybe i can put this together before they do sometimes i do sometimes i don't but that's what made that really like enjoys puzzle porn i maybe i do maybe i do you uh you like what you like sam we're just gonna breeze past that uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it did feature some super cool team-up moves, um, which made me really happy. Um, and then, bottom, it's just Iron Fist. I mean, I don't think that needs an explanation. The immortal Iron Fist, Sworn Protector of Kunlun. Yeah. Awful. I saw your lips moving, but I didn't hear. I said, I said I'm the Iron Fist, the immortal Iron Fist, Sworn Protector oh. of Kunlun. Oh. Iron Man. Nope. Nope, that's wrong. Iron that's wrong. Man. Hang on, I'm gonna say it again slower for Battle you. Battle Royale. I am the immortal Iron Fist, sworn protector of Kun Lun. Batman and the Ninja Turtles. Yes. Moving on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's my that's my breakdown on the list. I don't know how you guys 
really. You guys, were, I think we're all pretty similar for parts. Yeah. But um, just your thoughts. Well, um, I don't know. I guess with my list, there was there was just like, I don't know whether or not it was like a, a shock factor that like, oh shit, these shows are actually good. Uh, you know, with all the first seasons, like Jesse, you point out, my list has a lot of first seasons up at the top. Except for one. Except for one. Um, it's rightfully at the bottom where it belongs. Yeah. Terrible. And actually, like, it's... So I have Daredevil the first the first season as, like, my, my favorite season. It's really a toss-up between Daredevil, Punisher, and Luke Cage season one. To me, I like them equally, all for different reasons. Yeah. Um, so this list was particularly hard for me, um, especially with Daredevil 2. Um, discerning between the second and first season, so many people like the first season the best. Of course. I get that. I totally do. I think I like the second season a little bit better, though. Um, I can see that. I I just think his character is more established. I like that he has his suit. You know, he has... Yeah, that, see, that, that was nice. kind of a big deal, right? Like when he got that suit, and that like I think it's like episode nine or something like that. It's the very last like, episode. <gasps> yeah, like yeah. I think they showed it at the end of the the like nine. He got and he it, but it, worn it at like the very yeah. last scenes when he got Kingpin. Yeah, yep. Uh, and I and I like the storyline that you know w- was intertwined with that season. So you know, bringing the foot and and everything into it, or the, the hand. The hand. Hand. Foot. I, I'm thinking Ninja Turtles. <laughs> He's looking at my Ninja Turtles t-shirt. Yeah. And thinking about oh the foot. Oh my god, that just sounds That's like f- a bad like spinoff. Yeah, it does. <gasps> a parody of it. So, um, I have Defenders right in the very dead center of this list because I just really enjoyed it. Like, people say that the beginning of the season was slow. Uh, it was. And it was. But I enjoy good storytelling and sometimes good storytelling takes time. But here's the thing about the slowness, right? Like that's where Jess was doing a lot of her, her track down work. Yeah, and like that made it good to me. But like the other plot lines didn't have to be as slow. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then just like the last f- uh, three and a half episodes are just great. Yeah. I I think it has like some of my favorite team up moves uh, outside Luke Cage season two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so good. You know, uh, all right. So Luke Cage season two, I have near the bottom of it. Just uh, Mariah Stokes definitely. She uh she ruined that season. No, it's for Dillard. Me. Right? Uh, Stokes. <laughs> uh, and then Jessica Jones season two. Trish ruined that shit for me. And Iron Fist. Uh, he ruined that for me. No, you know what? I can't put that on the actor. That's just that's just awful writing. writing. R- just. Yes. Rushed the, the writers ruined that show. So, like, it, it had potential to be good. Yeah. So that's that's me. Okay. Um, I mean, most of my points are gonna be the same, but you guys are basically saying, but uh, my top two were Daredevil and Jessica Jones season one. Um, oh man, right there. And like, I've it was that one was a little bit of a toss up for me, but um, yeah, Daredevil was just, it was something we hadn't seen before, and it was just like so great to watch it. I do like Daredevil as a character. Yeah. So it was just so much fun to watch. I think uh, part of what made Daredevil so good was we got a truly compelling villain mm-hmm. in Kingpin. 
and we spent time, like meaningful time. It wasn't just like, oh, we realize we have this really good commodity. Let's just show them a lot all the time. <laughs> Mariah Stokes. I would have to say outside of um, Michael Keaton uh, and Vulture that um, Kingpin was the most well-established villain in MCU. Loki? Well, no, you didn't even know anything about Loki in Avengers, really. You, oh, okay. So you mean you know. just off the like at the very very beginning because yeah, you okay yeah. I mean Loki's sense. established over multiple films. Yeah, you that's, know that's what I mean. Like so, uh, first I, appearance. Yeah, I did like Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones season one just because going into it like I knew that the character existed, but that was about like the extent of my knowledge for, with her. Right, and that season just it gripped me like it pulled me into her world and like i just loved every single character in that season and they chose the right villain to do oh you know i mean i i don't think it's any secret at this point that i love david Tennant, and right. he was just fantastic in red rocket season. show on there buddy <laughs> <Calm down. laughs> yeah so i think they really did that show justice yeah i agree so um should we go into favorite and worst moments yes all right so i think we all feel like so these team ups are great, but I'm gonna start with a moment from Defenders. Okay, uh, that's probably not on the top of your list here, but the first time Iron Fist punches Luke Cage in the face, and he's like, in that "Holy shit, space? I felt that!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that that moment for me was just like, "Oh, we're we're on." That we're was on. great. That was definitely was, it was awesome. really good. Excited for that, uh, uh, Jesse. So, so- um, so, I mean, the top moment on here is obviously the hallway fight scene and Daredevil one. That's, uh-huh. that's the one that I think like solidified in a lot of our minds that this show really has something going right here. Yeah. And the fact that it's one take. It's one It's one shot, continuous shot. And like you can see him like physically getting tired toward the end. Yeah. I think that's just like the best. Because like on all these superhero shows and movies and stuff, you never see them actually get Super tired. Superhuman stamina. Yeah. yeah it's, it's unbelievable. So like to actually see Matt like actually huffing and puffing toward the end there. No, see, I think they did like a really clever trick where it's like you roll in a stunt double through one side and then the actor comes out again. And then you roll out another stunt double, and like like he does some action, goes to a room, out comes a stunt double, and and like they just, I think they creatively use the shadows, yeah, in, in there, and I think I think it was perfect. Uh, for, this was such a huge internal debate because there were, I think, besides the hallway fight scene, uh, my top moments came from Luke Cage season two. Let's go on. And it was between the the team up with Bushmaster, yeah, and the team up with Iron Fist, yeah. And I can't, I can't decide. They're both good in their own ways, yeah. Uh, but I think I'm gonna have to go with the one from uh, the one with Luke Cage and Bushmaster. That okay. has to be my top, just because there was such a huge dynamic in the fighting style, yeah. And the camera work that they did to capture both those fighting styles, uh, that was just just amazing to watch. Also, that uh, that um, Civil War-esque moment where he's like yes. stopping Bushmaster from, come on, man. Yep. <laughs> like, so good. Yeah. Uh, so, my, my next moment was actually going to be the Iron Fist Luke Cage team up because it, in a way, redeems Danny Rand so much. Like I thought it was, I thought it was excellent. Yeah. Um, like that entire episode was just fantastic to me. Uh, it gave 
it put Danny more chill, which is like his demeanor in general. And then the fighting was so much more fluid and just fun to watch. Yep. Um, than anything in Iron Fist season one or, or most of Defenders because, you know, he hadn't really trained a whole heck, heck of a lot. Right. Jesse. Um, so I was actually just thinking about this today. Like the scene just popped in my head. I'm like, oh shit, I really like the scene. It was from Daredevil season two when Punisher goes to prison. And there's just that one scene where he just like starts walking down the hallway oh, and just yeah. starts like murdering oh, everyone. Yeah, that's right. That's fantastic. I yeah. totally forgot about it until Me I started too. making this list. Wow. I was just like, holy shit. That was such a great scene. Yeah. It's a really good one. Damn. All right. Um, so I think I'm going to have to go with the sequence where the Punisher gets back all of his weapons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. The like car chase scene and everything and yes, yeah. yeah, that that whole thing was just, and I think what really added to it for me was the whole reality of the situation. Like, yeah, he he got locked up. Everything that he owned was taken away from him. How is he going to get it back? How is he going to be Punisher? And it's not like he can just walk into a place and take all of his shit back. Yeah, like no, he's just a dude with absolutely zero resources. Uh. So he concocts his plan with this one guy and makes it possible. Yeah. You know, it's it was just a great sequence for me. All right. Uh, last one for me uh, here is uh, the restaurant scene in Defenders where yeah. they're all four together and they have to fight their way out. Oh, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Just every, like, you, they, they all team up in different ways and do different moves and it's just... It's just comic book bliss. It's like it was like that first like round scene of the Avengers where they're like piggybacking off each other. Yeah. It was it was excellent to Is me. Is that the scene where Jessica at the end of it says, Am I the only one here who doesn't know karate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's um, great. then there was also the one scene in uh The Punisher. It's toward the end of the season where he goes back into like a secret lair and just basically murders everyone. Oh, that was like the last episode. I think. Yeah, it was like yeah. one of the last few episodes. Yeah, but just like watching him go from like person to person, like creatively, like just killing everyone. <laughs> it was hard to watch, but it was so much fun to watch. It was fucking yeah. brutal. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Punisher. Yep. <laughs> I'm curious to see what that that second season goes into. I don't. I don't know. Really, it's such it's such a toss up. With with all these shows because there's so many m- cool moments that we get with all these shows, yeah. right? Uh, but I I'd have to go with Daredevil two, season two. Okay. Um, there were just the fight the fight sequences in general in season two where they just particularly stood out to me over all of the other seasons and all the other fight sequences. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. There's some pretty poignant moments in season one where Matt's fighting the hand, and it's it's like that one where he gets like slashed across the back by um. That's right. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember. Oh, oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. I just can't remember. Like it's like it's an intense fight. Yeah, he and he's down for the count for like like a week. Yeah, like at least. Yeah. Well, I, see, this is why I just like season two of Daredevil. Over season one, I just it was just the fight sequences were just there for me. Yeah. So over every other season, that's I, I know it's not a moment, but that's okay. what stood out to me the most. So, all right, so let's uh, 
ships in some worst moments. <sighs> Do we have to? Yeah, yes. look, like, we, we got we got to praise the good. We got to rip the bad. That's how it is. I actually did struggle coming together with a few items for this because like the good moments stick in my mind, the bad ones I try to forget. Yeah, I don't I don't want to be too mean, but I think I kind of have to. I'm just gonna start with Trish. Okay. Oh, you two. bastard! That's uh, what I was gonna start with. <laughs> I, like I think we're all on the same page here. She's just not like. Her story is just so jumbled. Like she starts using drugs, and it's like it's like oh, you start trusting Simpson for she like has four different story arcs in the same season. Yeah, and like then you sleep with Malcolm. It's like what are you doing? Like she's just, like they didn't know what to do with her, so they just toss her in a bunch of situations and set her up for conflict later on. Piggybacking off of that, my worst moment is the whole Trish arc, but specifically the moment where she decides to kill Jessica's mother. There right. was zero precedence for that. God damn it. That was my third worst moment. She was literally just like, it, the, the writers just did it to create tension between her and Jessica. That was it. Yeah. It, all right. So my worst moment was anything with Mariah Stokes in season two of Luke Cage. Specifically, when she was just being a terrible piece of shit to her daughter. So I I tend to agree, except for a little bit. That part <laughs> that part where she's talking about the story. How, yes, yes, like, that was the only that good was, time. That was heartbreaking yeah. and difficult to watch, and in the best possible way. Like, it, was. it was wonderfully acted. I thought. Yep, well written and well acted. Yeah. Uh, okay, so <laughs> another one for me. Is basically all the writing for Iron Fist season God damn it, one. You took my other one. <laughs> it's just, it's so bad. Like that dialogue, and it's not all the dialogue. It's specifically the dialogue for Danny, because Colleen has reasonable dialogue. Yeah, she's fine. You know, yeah. Like there, there's tons of people that have reasonable dialogue. Just why, Danny? Why? Yeah. You don't like. I don't walk around saying. I'm Mike Kleiber, and I'm a father of two, and I I drive a truck all day <laughs> to people that I don't know. Yeah, like he says it to fucking everybody. Like I love that in Defenders, just makes fun of him. Just just like I forget right. what she calls him. She calls him Iron something or other, and, and he's like it's Iron Fist. She's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I just love her in general. G- gives She's no fucks. Casting. Going off of Jessica Jones, so another worst is. I just hated her mom. Yeah, she wasn't the best written, and they they didn't really. It's just that season in general. They didn't know what to do with anyone. It, yeah, she just annoyed the shit out of me, and I I don't know if it's like the actress that plays her, because I also saw her in another movie. I'm like, I just can't even watch you right now. Like, she just. <laughs> well, this is before or after saying, you saw season two. This was after, oh, okay. so that might be part of it. That it might but. be part of it, but. I like to think I'm pretty um, open-minded. Like, I can accept a character as a character. Like, that's not usually a problem for me, but I just don't like her as an actress. I don't. I don't think she was well-written, and she was really annoying to me throughout the entire season. So That's, that's fair. Um, did you have another one? Um, let me look at my list. Um, the fucking Jamaican accents in season two of yes! Luke Cage. Yes, yes. It was awful. It was so bad. It was so thick. Like I've, I'm, I've grown to like it. I I've, look, I've, I've grown to like it because I make fun of it a lot, and it's a it's a joke to me. But 
as far as being a watcher, I, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I'm fine with accents, but this was just too much. It was. Um, for me, it's kind of a general thing overall, but it's their decision to kill off compelling villains. That's, uh, like, that's like a Marvel issue in general. Though. Yeah. So Kilgrave, like, yes, you got him again in an episode of season two, but like that's a villain that you keep alive because as far as comic books are concerned, he then like has problems with Luke in the future. And when, so if you don't know, Luke and Jess get married, have a kid. Mm -hmm. um, and part of what sparks all of that is the two of them coming across Kilgrave and Luke beating the piss out of him. Ooh. And it's fantastic. Um, cause he takes, he's taking control of, of Luke's mind and Luke's like never again and just pounds him into, into putty and it's Shit. great. Um, but like great villain there. Cottonmouth, great villain. Thankfully they haven't done with King, Kingpin. He showed up in, in several areas. Um, uh, Punisher didn't expect that he was there. No, not at all. But didn't, did not expect that. They kill off like good villains and, and keep shitty ones alive. Like I, I don't understand. So we can we can come back to the rest of that on the website later on. Yeah. Uh, top five characters. Oh man. Well, uh, right off the bat, I'm gonna have to go Daredevil. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go Misty Knight. She was my second one. Okay. My top is Kilgrave. Yeah. Uh, it's not, it's not not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. Uh, you got another? Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna have to go with the Punisher. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. I will go Jessica Jones. Fuck you. Yeah, well. <laughs> My list literally goes Kilgrave, Misty, Jessica Jones. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go with the next one then. I got uh, Jerry Hogarth. I really like her as a character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. She's actually compelling to watch. Mm -hmm. Like I was invested in her stories. Yeah. Like even, even throughout season two of Jessica Jones? Season two, it's another issue where I feel like they didn't really know what to do with her, but at the same time, I feel like it was good to like see her go to her like her lowest moment yeah. and then realize how strong she really is. Yeah. So I think that was like a okay arc. It's just all of season two is just a mess though. Okay. Um, so man, I was going to say Jessica, but I think I'm going to go with Misty Knight for my third favorite. Okay. And then I'm going to go foggy. I'm not too crazy about foggy. Uh, I, I grew to enjoy him. I loved him in season one, but then I just steadily stopped liking him. Dude, he picked up so much slack for, for Matt, though. Yeah. Like, so much. He did. More than anybody could ask. He did. Yep. So, and, and then for four, which is really sh should be my third, but uh, Jessica Jones. I, I, I think she's awesome. Her character, I don't know. Like, I think her character is as developed as Misty Knight. And I think because I like Luke Cage a little bit better than Jessica Jones overall, I might be favoring her character more. But I think Jessica Jones as a character in and of itself, seasons aside, um, is a close third, but I'm going to have to put her fourth. I would go Luke, except I don't like the last turn. Yeah. In the end of no, last season. And that, I don't like that's it. A, that's a bad aftertaste there. See, Luke... Think about Luke Cage. Is the vibe of the show is great, the story yeah. of the the story of I the agree. show uh, is great. Luke Cage uh, through the first and second season is a little bit boring. 
like as far as characters go. So in Jessica Jones, he's fun. Season one of Luke Cage, he's fairly fun, but just like it kind of gets it's, old with you being a walking tank. So it's fun in the sense that you get to see his backstory, and like at sweet the, Christmas, yeah, you get to see those flashbacks and everything, and see how he came to be. Um, get that classic Power Man look for like a split second, right? Yeah, great. Um, so that's that's cool, but you know nothing really changes. Uh, it just it just gets old you know yeah so all right uh then let's wrap round this thing out with villains best villains i think we're all gonna go kill grave first right yes yep kill grave all right so let's just knock that out yeah uh and i'm i'm sorry for for forgetting this name it's not jigsaw is it for punisher yes it is jigsaw yes okay I think he royally, royally fucked over Punisher. So I'm going to have to go with him for number two. Okay, okay. Like his whole life, just completely fucked. Yeah, just just wait, open your <laughs> mouth, I'm going to poop in there. Yeah, and that's what he this. did. Uh, I should put Kingpin next. Okay. He was really well done. I went Cottonmouth, um, but it, it's kind of with an asterisk because it was so short-lived. Mm-hmm. But he was a true foil for Luke. Like yeah. he couldn't work around it at all i do have him on my list a little bit farther down and he stumped the police like like there was almost nobody who could really touch him um good next Cottonmouth for me okay uh uh mariah but specifically season one okay i I really really liked her in season one i agree with that huh because when she snaps he kills Cottonmouth, and, and then it's like it's like oh okay well she's now it's like I would I would actually almost do a combo of Shades and Mariah right there. Oh, I forgot about Shades. Oh my god, I love Shades. <laughs> yeah, I know, you forget about Shades. Pin shades. Shades. All right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Pin. Well, I'll take Kingpin because he was next on mine. Uh, I just felt like he was deep and um, everything with Vanessa and his confrontation with Matt and that fucking fight in the alley. Whoo boy, it was crazy. I loved it. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Sigourney Weaver. Shigorny, Shigorny from the Defenders. Okay, I think. Um, that was her character name. I don't even as, know anymore. <laughs> as far as villains go, mm. I thought she was extremely menacing. She was until she wasn't. <laughs> like, if that makes any sense, it's almost like the entire time she had like her hands around the testicles of the story. Mm. Like that. Like so that. good imagery. Thank you, Alexandria Reed. Yeah, that was her name. So I really liked her character. Yeah, I mean, she did have an interesting arc um, un- until, like, she just dies. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like, uh, like that's kind of anticlimactic. It wasn't any like if you cast somebody like that, push all the chips in, keep her alive until the very end. Yep. So yeah, that's about it for me though. Yeah. So we'll we'll put out a comprehensive list on twistedcape.com. Uh, you guys can check those out shoot back whether or not you agree or disagree. So we love that. Love that. We'll bring it up maybe next time we talk about it, which will probably be like Iron Fist Season 2, which looks way better than Season 1. Yeah. So far. Keep an eye out. Okay. So be sure to check out our website because we will have our full lists up on the website. 
they'll have on pretty, the website. They should have pretty the twistedcape.com. The twistedcape.com. Yeah. The website. The website. Yes. Thanks for remembering the website. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no problem. Uh, except sometimes it is. So <laughs> now we are going to be getting into something that Jesse, Mike, and I have been reading collectively, and that is Flash Wars. War. No, the wars. This one actually says yes. The, wait, it does? Flash Wars. I thought, I thought it was war, singular. I don't know anymore. Pretty sure it was war. Whatever. Never. We were check thinking it. about Infinity check Wars. It, check it, check it. <laughs> check it now. S or no S, whatever. It's about the Flash. There's a war. Let's go. Yeah, that's right. War. Flash War. I think it's <laughs> Flash War. We're going to stick with war. Flash War. We get hung up on these things. <laughs> yeah. I mean... It bothers the shit out of me. God, we go off the rails so hard. Do you you want me to recap Infinity Wars? No. How much shit you guys gave me for that? (laughs) I still do. And it bugs the shit out of me that there's a comic series. It's Infinity Wars. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we are going to be talking about Flash War. And this was a pretty cool story. If, If you, I mean, so you have to know some stuff about the flash in general um so my you could explain it better than all right I could. so i'm just gonna recap real quick sure a little bit so we're gonna go take it way back to the beginning of rebirth where wally west comes back like yep. original redheaded wally west who had been supposedly wiped out um comes back buries his anchor and they basically do some stuff run around for a little bit and as they do yeah because they're you know speedsters uh and you know it Wally wants to reclaim his life with his wife and his kids. His weirdly named kids. Yeah. So what do you mean by reclaim? Um, he he wants it back. Where'd he, it go? He it's gone. Got taken away by Doctor Manhattan when he reshaped reality. Okay. Uh, so he he has tried to reconnect with Linda, his wife, in normal non Flashpoint. Rebirth. Timelines are weird shits, all right? They're just super weird. I got to so, say, you're explaining it very poorly. <laughs> uh, I Thank you for that. <laughs> so uh, he's doing everything possible to set the timeline back so that he has his family. At, at the core, that's what this story is. Uh, Wally wanting his family back and Barry telling him, hey, man, from experience, don't fuck with the timeline. Yeah. Um, and all the while, Wally is, he has these memories that are like fleeting of his family that he's lost. Like yeah. he has, he has memories of them and then it's like, it didn't really happen, but he knows they did. So yeah. he can, it's like kind of there, but not at the same time. So, so as with the flash family, <laughs> as always, there's a bit of time travel involved here. Uh, so in the future, there are, I believe they're called the Renegades, yes. not Rogues. Mm-hmm. So you have Commander Cold and so on and so forth. Got a nice little promotion there. Yeah. Hey, got to make that Skrilla, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and it's you find out that it's all masterminded by Hunter Zolomon, which is crazy. Be- fuck. Yeah, well, Eobard um, was involved, but he dead now, so <laughs> we don't have to worry about that douche anymore. Um and so from there, we'll just hop in. So Okay. So, all right. So quick take on the entire thing. Yes, there's a lot of backstory to it. And getting invested in the characters is pretty much crucial. 
to understanding the weight of Flash War. Um, yeah, because there's there's a lot of, of spots where you can follow Wally and Barry separately, and, and when they converge on the story, like if you don't, if you haven't been doing both, you can find yourself a little lost. Right? Yeah, and it also like it loses its weight too if you haven't been following the story. Yeah, uh, honestly, it it seems like in a nutshell. Barry telling Wally not to do something. Wally saying, no, I'm going to do it anyway. And then Barry's like, no, don't do it. Wally says, well, I'm going to do it, so you should just come with me anyway. Barry's like, well, okay, if you're going to do it, I guess I'll do it with you. And it's like taking that extra shot at the end of the night. You know, it's like, don't do it. But the one that gonna, induces time travel? Yeah. <laughs> but if you're going to do it, I'll do it with you, you know, because that's a responsible thing to do. And so they do this shot together and it's just like at the end of the day, Barry's just like, well, if you're going to mess up, as long as you learn something at the end of the day, that's what counts, buddy. Pat on the back there. See, I don't think it's quite that. See you off to the sanctuary. <laughs> I don't think it's quite that simplistic, but. That's that's the uh, drunk history version <laughs> of Flash War. I haven't even been drinking that much tonight. Nah, but you know, so it, it was a good story. Um, there, there were a lot of compelling points for for each character. Uh, so Jesse, you love the Flash probably more than any of us here. So what what did you think about it so all? Like altogether? going into this, I haven't read any of like the Doomsday Doctor Manhattan stuff, so it took a little bit to like understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. But once I did, I was like, okay, no, this actually is really interesting and i like the time travel mechanic to it you go into the future see all this shit and all that, all that's happening and the infighting between um barry and oh my god wally jesus christ why did i just blank on that <laughs> <laughs> biggest, oh. fla- biggest flash fan here can't even fucking remember <laughs> flash's name man what did i just say before starting this segment <laughs> my brain is like a computer memory it just <laughs> kicks things out after a bit <laughs> Got kicked out of your RAM for a little bit. Yes. <laughs> um, so I, I like the one issue where like they were f- running around the world, just like chasing after yeah. each other. And, like sequence. Superman tries to like catch up to them, yes. but just can't. And... Like he he stops back at the the starting point where he was with the Justice League. He's like, oh god, they're so fast. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene from Superman. Yeah. He's a freak. He's a fast get alive. This is not good. He's a fast get alive. He's a. He's a kid. He's devil. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super funny. Yeah, yeah. So I I thought it was a fun story. Um, I love I like how they kind of just like dicked over Wallace half the time. Yeah, so oh, I was gonna man. bring him up. That was that was a big point for me throughout the whole series. Go on. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, uh, that was probably one of the hardest hitting things because. So, spoiler, if you plan on reading this, don't listen. Um, no, listen. Pause, read, and then listen some more. We've done this like for weeks at a time here. What are you doing? Don't listen. Telling people to not listen. Please, God, listen. (laughs) Tell your friends. You tell them to take a break and then come back. Tell your friends not to listen. What? No, don't do that. (laughs) That's what you're saying. Stop listening to Sam. Yeah, don't listen to Sam. (laughs) Tell your kids. Tell your wife. We want all y'all listen to Twistcast out here. (laughs) So one of the one of the hardest things throughout the throughout this run. Was that? I see what you did there. <laughs> Run, Flash. Thank you. Um, was Wallace's story? So they they all end up going to the future, 
And long story short, time travel becomes impossible because of Hunter's Elman. Yeah, I was going to bring that up later, but thanks for, you know. It's integral, Mike. I know. <laughs> integral. So uh, time travel becomes um, a thing that they cannot do. And because of that, Wallace is left up. It's le- left up to Wallace to get Iris and Commander Cold from the future where time is being erased. Um, so he needs to get them out of there before they all get erased out of existence. And Wally and Barry have just left to go. Yes. Yeah. They just completely left him there to do whatever, not thinking about him at all. And really at the, at the end of it, Wally's like, well, um, if you guys just left me here, then what else is going to happen? You know, like you guys clearly are just thinking about yourselves in these moments and not about the entire Flash family, as you like to put it so often. Yeah. You know, and he really ends up, you know, taking that very, very personally. He gets them out of the situation, but with no help from Barry or, you know, nothing. Yeah. So, so that it, kinda it makes, was tough to read. That kind of him. That kind of makes him almost like an under like underwritten hero of the story because yeah, you know, I find it with the show too. Kid Flash kind of just gets left out in the cold, like they don't know what to do with him. Mm-hmm. So uh, I thought that was really interesting. And yeah, so move to accent the point you just made. Time travel no longer a thing for the Flashes, which is. Kind of a big deal because that's one of the things they're kind of known for. Um, So, hey, no more fucking the timeline. So thank God for that, for now anyway. Um, But we did get Impulse, Bart Allen, um, Barry's, uh, I want to say grandson from the future. Great-grandson. Great-grandson. It's it's part of Barry's lineage. Yeah. um, Popping up at the end of the of the series, at the end of the main series, not before the epilogue. So it's I'm curious to see where that's going to go because Kid Flash is currently on Teen Titans. Which, all right. So if you're trying to watch everybody's continuation, Barry is inter, in, integral to the Flash. Uh, Wally's off the board, but I think he's going to show up again in Heroes in Crisis. And Kid Flash is currently in Teen Titans. So if you want to follow those characters further on. That's where you're going to find them for now. But I don't know what their plans are for Impulse. So this should be pretty interesting to see where this goes moving forward. Yeah, especially Impulse. Like, I mean, he's already stuck, right? Like, he can't go back. Yep. So I I thought his story is always compelling, especially since uh, his appearance in Young Justice. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Overall, I would recommend reading Flash War, but... I would say do some reading beforehand. Yeah, it's leading not the up most. It. It's not the most user friendly. No uh, book. What do you think about the art? I really liked it. Yeah, I thought so fair. too. I thought it was I thought good. it was very consistent all the way through. Yeah, which yep. no, uh, no Babushka Wonder Woman. Yeah, which is yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> those panels were great. Yeah, they are. They're how fantastic. They are. Uh, they actually yeah, even like in rendering the Justice League looked good. Yeah, they did look, look yep. really good. So yeah, I can't can't really complain about it, uh, and and it has long lasting implications here, 
you have one of these renegades stuck from the 25th century here now, and you can't time travel anymore. Commander Cold. Yes. Yep. And that's already started to pay dividends in, in future issues. And I think we didn't even touch on one of the biggest points of these issues, um, the different forces. Yeah, that's becoming more of a thing for Justice League. I was going to save that conversation for, for Justice League, so that way we had a full picture of all these different forces. And, okay. Um, Lantern Corps is like, it's a wild ride. Right. And we'll get there eventually, but... Okay. Yeah. Um, if you guys want us to talk more about comic book stuff, please let us know on our Facebook, on our Twitter. Um, Text us. Send it, shoot us messages, yeah. smoke signals, carrier pigeons. I'll read anything. Yeah. Except for Hedwig. Don't send fucking Hedwig. I'll take Hedwig. So, uh, yeah. Because, I mean, there's... It seems like we talk a lot about the movies and the, um, you know, like uh, the and movies, the, the TV everything. shows. Yeah. So there's only so much that we can do with that because it's like it's how it comes out. So there's obviously all these big spaces in between and there's all the source material that they're all drawing from for those things. And that's the comics. Yeah. And we love to talk about it but if there's some in particular that you would like us to talk about even if it's old if you, yeah it's a retro one yeah like we, we have no problem going through porn through uh like i just reread hush the other day uh, oh, after so we good. talked about um hush being uh a, a movie they're gonna do so i just wanted it fresh in my mind so i just reread it and it was uh it holds up y'all holds up yeah so, if there is anything that you guys want us to talk about, whether it be comic books, uh, something that we didn't touch on for the shows and the movies, please let us know. We would love your feedback. Um, not that we have a lack of topics to talk about. We Ooh. can always come up with shit. Oh, my God. But we want to know what you guys think. So, please let us know. Um, is there anything you guys want to talk about? Oh, you're talking to us? Yeah. Right now? Uh, n- n- no. No, I think we're good for now. I, th- I think yeah. we're good. Uh, next time we'll hit Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and we're going to hit uh, the first new arc of the relaunched Avengers. Yes. So, whether you want us to talk about comic books or not, sorry, you're getting it. It's going to happen. You're getting it. So, um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, until next week, my name is Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Thanks for listening. Stay twisted. Stay twisted.